Today on episode number 35 of the Relaxed Mail, we're going to be talking about the first pillar of the four pillars for to be a relaxed male, and that is man's body. Why is it important? What is it? What aspects about it are are needed to be known so that you can actually take care of this pillar and make sure that it is strong and solid. We're going to be talking about that in detail, but also we have our question of the week. Welcome to Relaxed Mail, a podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relaxed Mail. All right, so a lot has been going on. We're going to be uh, talking about our our pillar, our four pillars this week. It's uh, the first of a, a four part series about why why the different pillars that I've chosen are important. But before we get into that, I wanted to just real quick start. I'm going to start trying to to mention more about the different services that I actually provide. We were getting more and more visitors. And listeners to the show and just want to let them know what it is that I actually do. And the thing I want to talk about today, uh, real quick is the conclave of men. This is a, a men's group and a mastermind group, if you will, that allows, helps men to be able to get on to a level that, ha- that they never before thought was actually possible. If you are wanting to try to start a business, you can, Find ways of being able to start that business. These the the men in our group are all together and designed to to help each other out. It's not a so much as a group coaching where I'm group coaching a group of people. It is more of where everybody has a say and has a means to be able to to lift each other up. And it's that's the one of the powers, uh, wonderful powers uh, of being in a mastermind. And if you are interested in doing so, you can actually go over to relaxmail.com forward slash conclave of men and you'll be able to, to read about it. And if you care to want to sign up, you can do so there. And so with that uh, little, uh, little spot out of the way, let's go ahead and let's get uh, over to the, our question of the week. And our question of the week, this is about is, from uh, from Cora, didn't have anybody actually mail one in. If you are interested in actually mailing, asking a question for me to answer, you can do so by sending an email over to Brian with a Y at relaxmail.com. Or you can go to relaxmail.com forward slash contact and fill out the form and ask your question there. And if you check the, let me post this on, on talk about this on the podcast, I will be more than happy to share it out. And, and respond to your, your question that way. Today's question is, is it better to reward good value or punish bad behavior during parenting? And this is, uh, brought by, uh, was asked by Vishnev. It's a whole bunch of alphabet letters. So it's kind of someone took a bunch of letters and scrambled them together and threw them out. Sorry, dude. I don't know how to pronounce your name, but, but anyhow, <laughs> so. I I was a tyrannical parent. Ask my son Jaden. I was a 
I was under the the guise and and thoughts of that you had to parent a child from when they're born to when they were considered an adult. And not really actually the case. So I've, I've been made a lot of, of changes, a lot of, uh, a lot of differentiations between differences between my son and, and my daughter. And so I've, I was, I've been able to learn quite a few things of, from reading and taking some parenting, uh, courses and things like that. And what I have discovered is that all in all, kids themselves actually want to know that they can make an impact in their world and who is a part of their world, but you, but us parents. So a lot of times they realize that the attention that they get shows that, hey, they can make an impact. They make a difference in their world. So to now as parents, we like to not that we like to, but we often respond to inconveniences our kid gets in trouble oh, you're pulling me away from you know the work i'm having to do. you're having to you're pulling me away from the television show i'm trying to watch you're 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 uh, distracting for this i'm trying to get trying to get supper done and you're you're we've got someone putting uh, writing uh, on the baby with uh, with a permanent marker you know you've got all these weird things that happen things that you know just drive parents you know absolutely bonkers and so a lot of times we react solely to the bad instead of reacting to, to the good because the good, we're able to be comfortable. We're able to think about our own things because the child's behaving themselves or not, you know, they're not seeing how many golf balls they can flush down a toilet. They're, they're just trying, they're just, you know, they're just kind of little creatures that are hanging out in the background and we don't have to worry about them. But the moment they act up, all of a sudden we disproportionately blow up so they yeah they may have uh turned the light off and we're all of a sudden we're turning around going don't turn the light you know we're, we we blow up for just a, a simple little thing but that shows kids that if they want to know whether they matter in their world whether they can make an a an impact in their own personal world and teenagers are very much they are the center of the world is them they are the center of their own little little cosmos and if so, if they want to have a to see if they can to can move a mountain, they can by doing something that that causes a a great reaction from the parents. So, in all reality, it is actually better to reward good behavior. If you can sit down and you can recognize when your son is doing something great, if you can recognize when your son was being very generous. Uh, with his time, very generous with his time to his, to his, uh, younger siblings. If he is being kind to a, to a lady by opening the door, when they're being kind, being, being the way you would like for them to be, then do that, that disproportionate reaction of, Hey, dude, I don't have to embarrass them because of it, but you know, the set in the car and let them know, Hey, dude, I noticed that you, you held the door open for the lady. That was amazing. Good job. High five. And, you know, do stuff like that. When, in, but, and granted, kids are, and teenagers or younger, they're all going to act up. There's something, they're going to do something. They're going to get themselves in trouble. It's just part of nature. It's part of life to, to screw up and to, to get into some type of trouble. And when that does, it's actually 
better if you set them down and you go, dude, there's the, you don't want to be, this is, this is what happens when you do X, Y, and or Z. If you steal from somebody, this is what happens. And you tell them what happens when you steal, steal from a store. Yeah. It may be fun and uh, exciting to see if you can get away with it, but you're one, they're gambling that they may end up being put in jail. The shop owner can chart press charges of theft if they want. That means you've got a record, which if they're wanting to do something really cool, they may not be able to do that really cool thing because now all of a sudden you've got this, uh, got this record all hanging over your head. Uh, also, if they aren't able to make money for the products that they sell, they have to raise prices to over, to compensate for the, the, for the loss, for the shrinkage. So there's a lot of ramifications for a child to steal. So you, and you, it's better if you just sit down and calmly talk about it. Now, if there's, there's times that, yeah, you're, you, you may have to, there may be some time that warrants where you may have to do a, do a, a mental adjustment from a child's butt up to, and move his brains back up to his head. But if that does, let that be the punishment. Don't, do that and then ground them and then, you know, do other things because you're not helping matters any. You're not showing a, a response to a, to an issue and then move on. And that's real hard for parents to, to do because we so often like to throw a downfall back in their face. Well, you know, I would let you know, why can't I, why can't I stay the night with my friends? Well, because last time, you know, whenever I, Grounded you for six weeks because you, you know, you snuck out. So I'm not letting you stay the night. You know, you can, it, it may not be the best example, but you, you kind of get the idea of stop bringing it up back in and throwing whatever the, uh, the shortcoming they had before, stop throwing that back into their faces. So once it's dealt, move on. So anyhow, that's the, is it better to reward good value? Absolutely. I would say reward good value, but handle bad behavior proportionately and explain to them, let them know, Hey, because these are things that most kids don't ever go through a kid's head. They're thinking when the, if they are, are shoplifting, they're thinking, Hey, I just, I need this and I don't have the money and I, I'm going to see if I can get away with it. And it's kind of exciting to see if you can do something that you're not really supposed to do. And don't tell me that you didn't try to do it because most kids have walked out with a piece of bubble gum one time or another. So, but anyhow, so now on to the main topic. And the main topic today is the first pillar of being a relaxed male, and it is the man's body. Now, when I say the man's body, at the very heart of it, of everything is, is health. This is a, the, the category of health. And when you're, when we're talking about the, the, the category of health, you might be wondering, well, why is this a, a, an important thing? And the health, believe it or not, isn't just, just a means of, of making sure that you're, you're healthy and stuff, though that is a, a perk to it. But there are a lot of different effects to your body that you have whenever you're actually taking care of your body, when you're, when you're giving your body the needed respect, because if you look kind of like at me, you know, I'm not skinny, but I'm, I'm, I'm a bit on the pudgy side. I could definitely stand to lose, uh, a good 60 pounds. So 
in all reality, I've got a gut and I'm actually going to be losing that. And we're going to be talking about my, my plan here in a bit. So, but depending on whether you're a bean pole or you're, you're just, you're overweight, way we look externally, our health is kind of a billboard, a bulletin board as to what, uh, as to what we think of ourselves. If you're overweight and fat, you probably, you're not really thinking that well of yourself. Now, yeah, okay, there's some extemporaneous circumstances like a, a, a screwed up thyroid that may cause you to gain weight, but that's not the case all that often, dude. You're, if you're overweight and you're, you can't say that it's, oh, I've got a bad thyroid when you're eating, when you're downing two cheeseburgers and, and, uh, and a, and a 20 piece nugget. All right. There, the reason you're fat is because you're stuffing your gob. I, I know why I'm fat. I'm fat because I sit on my butt all day driving a truck and I have, uh, I bring snacks with me. Now I don't bring a lot of snacks. I used to bring a whole crap ton of, uh, of crap. And that's what ballooned me up to almost 300 pounds. I'm now down to 260. I've still got 60 more pounds I want to get down to. I want to get, get to, get to about 200 is, is a good weight, uh, for me. Now, they say I'm supposed to be 180. I was 180. I was a bean pole. I was skinny. There was no muscle mass to me. So it would help if I, you know, I'd like to have about 200 and turn a lot of that, uh, a lot of that 200 into, into more muscle. And that's going to happen. But when you, so if you're, you're flabby, you're, you're out of shape. You're not showing your, you're showing that you really don't give a whole lot of care for yourself as, as a whole. If you're skinny and you're just a bean pole, again, all right, there are people who have really high metabolisms. And so I knew a guy who he literally, doctor was even prescribing him to eat a 25 or 2,500 calorie diet. And the dude was still just, you know, he was rail thin. You could, you could, he could shove food and he was eating all day and still not. And it's just, it's, some people are, are like that and other people are. Like me, where you started out, where yeah, I could eat two pizzas and and drink you know gallons upon gallons of 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 cokes and still remain at 180 pounds. Never didn't gain a pound until you know suddenly I said I do, and the pound started finding me. <laughs> it doesn't help that my my wife is a wonderful cook. On top of that, so when it comes to your body, your the man's body. Is this temple is a good way to describe it. I believe that. That's, and is your temple a grand cathedral or is it just a, just a little humble grotto stuck in the back of somebody's, somebody's uh, backyard or in their front yard is kind of an afterthought. That choice is completely up to you. Are you, you can actually take that little, you know, rundown grotto, you know, at bathtub grotto that you to the to the to the wonders of you and ch- turn the turn that completely around to where you're able to be be a grand cathedral you be admired by people and when you have a better health you have better thoughts of yourself and so your health provides a lot of of the benefit when we abuse our bodies we're gonna we do damage to ourselves maybe we drink a six pack of beer every night before we go to bed. Maybe we drink even more than that. So maybe we, it's not beer. Maybe it's, uh, you 
drink a, a quarter bottle of Jack Daniels or even a whole bottle of Jack Daniels. I mean, there's a lot of different issues that would come about. And we use a lot of those types of drugs like alcohol or, or even pot as a, a lot of times as a means to deaden the feelings that we don't want to have in our, in our, in our bodies. But if we can get ourselves to actually love our bodies more, we become more accepting to our shortcomings and we become to love ourselves as a person even more. And so a good place to start is just start with your body. If you, uh, if you have a hard time, the second greatest commandment, uh, according to, to the Bible is the love thy neighbor as thyself. It's not love your, isn't, that's not the, the golden rule, which is to, uh, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Don't treat people as you want to be treated, but to love other people as you love yourself. So you have to love yourself to be able to love other people. And so, as I mentioned in the, in episode number 33 of Relaxed Mel, where the four pillars are mind, body, soul, and community, to be able to love your community, you have to love yourself. So all these different pillars support each other. If you want to have a positive man's uh, positive mind, again, you can look over to how you're treating yourself to help your mind. And we're going to be talking a bit here down the road about some of the benefits of exercise and and being healthy and how that helps your mind. It also provides an outlet for your creativity. And so let's let's go ahead and let's dive into it. So why is your health so important? First off, it gives you a better life. As a whole, successful people exercise. They take care of themselves. They eat right. They sleep the needed hours of sleep that they're that they're needing. They make sure that they're not putting a whole bunch of junk into their into their body. Yeah, there's some that are known to 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 do or to abuse themselves a little bit. Uh, the owner of or the original owner and creator of Southwest, Herb. I can't think of his last name, but anyhow, he was known as a chain smoker. And when he walked, there was just this cloud of, of cigarette smoke. Incredibly successful. But yes, uh, he didn't take care, very good care of his body because he was a, a, a serious chain smoker. He was known for the, he was known for the cloud of, of smoke around him. But your life as a whole gets better when you take care of yourself. You, the, the benefits of being able to get out and walk, to lift weights, to, to throw around a heavy rock in the backyard, to go, uh, hunting to, and, and fishing and things like that. Not only does it, I've spoke about it on, in the blog several times, getting outdoors is one of the best benefits of, of improving your health because one, you get in fresh air, our indoor, the air inside of our house is actually way more polluted than the air outdoors. Yeah, we you hear people talk about how polluted you know the big cities are. Well, you look at uh, how polluted it, uh, your the indoor of your house, the indoors are compared to what the outdoors, especially with our new now hermetically sealed houses. Now, my house has got more more holes in it than a than a sieve. We north wind blows. We have to shove sheets and stuff. <laughs> in our in our doors just to kind of keep the wind uh, wind down and and so we don't have to worry about having uh, a really <laughs> polluted really polluted indoors here in our house it's just a it's almost like a nice cool cape but 
not only do you get fresh air, but when you're exercising, you're getting your blood moving, you're pumping that blood and it's being able to, it's going through, it's being, it's, it's forcing itself through the capillaries. And when it's being forced through the capillaries, it's spreading the capillaries out. So you're getting, you're improving the blood flow. There's so much, so many benefits to getting outdoors. And because you feel better, your life actually goes better and your life goes a lot easier. And so the, one of the biggest benefits is you just get a better life when you exercise and you take care of yourself. Your mind is not crammed with a whole bunch of uh, garbage. You, you're thinking clear. You're, you're, you're living longer. You don't, so you don't have to worry about all, as many health problems. You approach work in a, a different attitude because you are used to the discomfort of, of doing exercises and you're, you know why doing exercises is a good thing. So you want it, having a healthy body makes your life better. I don't know how many more times I can really say it like that. But another thing that is why health is so important is because you think better. You're getting oxygen to your brain. You're getting all the excess. You're, you're flushing out all the, all the toxins and, and all the, built up carbon dioxide and everything else and all the, the cheeseburgers and with, with the American cheese, that has got, you know, nothing but chemicals in it. That's not, not good for you. All the, all the things that really clog up your mind and clog up your, your thinking, your body is able to, to process uh, that better, get it flushed out so that you, it's not cramming up your brain that you're, when you're exercising, so many people talk about, they take the, when, if they're running or, or lifting weights or whatever, that's when they're doing a lot of their thinking because you're just focused in on the present. You're lifting that weight. And because you're taking away all the excess, unneeded, uncalled for brain activity, you're able to relax a lot more. You're able to, you're, you're thinking just about getting that next foot in front of you. You're thinking about that next rep and you're thinking just about that very activity that you're doing right then and there when you're exercising. And so that causes you to relax. And it's almost kind of like a meditative state, not quite, but a little bit. And so you're able to think clear. You're able to think in a, in a more logical sense. You're, you're, you're not bogged down by the weird thoughts, you know, of, of, why, why is level spelt the same frontwards and backwards? Why, you know, why is palindrome not a, a palindrome? You know, you're thinking of all the, of the weird things when your brain is just running idle. And when you're doing exercises, your brain is not idle. Believe it or not, your brain is thinking, Hey, we're getting that extra, we're getting that next curl in. We're getting, the, all right, we've got another curl to come up. So you're able to think clear. You're able to shut off all the, all the noise that your brain wants to think about and it just focuses in on what's going on. So you're able to oxygenate your brain better so that you're able to think better. You're getting all the, all the excess energy burnt up so that you're able to, you're able to think you're, you don't have just random thoughts running through your head. So you're able to think and think clear and think better and think more, more productively. Another uh, reason why health is important is because us as men, we need controlled violent activities. Now, this is this is a, a concept that actually was brought up by uh, Stephen Mansfield. He has a great podcast, by the way, called The Great Man. If you want to, ha- if you need another podcast to add to your your collection, look that up. Stephen Mansfield. 
talks about why men actually need to have controlled violent activities. And with what he said and kind of what, what, I, what little I do understand, uh, fully understand about it, best way I've been able to describe it is we have this chemical that runs through our system. It's called testosterone. Maybe you've heard of it. And you may have even noticed uh, there, that a lot of media has been talking about how men on as a whole, our testosterone has been decreasing. And a lot of that is because testosterone really actually has to be burned out of your system. It has to be burnt up. You can't just save to, uh, for a rainy day. It's It needs to be used then and there. And that's one of the reasons testosterone is one of the things that causes us men to look like men. We have deep voices. We have big muscles. We have very dense muscles and, and other types of attributes that apply to being a man. When you have too much testosterone, but you're not using it up, you're not burning it off, you're not doing manly things, you know, things like that. It's a case of use it or lose it. If your body's going, oh, dude, we have got way too much testosterone in here, crank, turn down, uh, turn the production value down. And so it will turn down the amount of testosterone you have in your body. If you're just sitting around, you're not going to have as much testosterone. But if you go out and you lift heavy weights, you grow out and you literally grab, just get a big rock and just toss it. Do physical strenuous activities, run up and down bleachers in a very aggressive fashion, do burpees or inchworms or whatever it is that you think you need to do to just, and in a very, and do it in an aggressive way. Just, I mean, yell, scream and, 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 and grunt and all you, all you need to do. If you want to jujitsu or, or, uh, taekwondo or karate are all great, uh, you know, gecko Roman wrestling, you know, all these things that are very physically challenged that pit you against somebody else are great ways of being able to burn up that testosterone. You get that testosterone burnt out of your system. You allows you to build up, you know, denser muscles and you're able to, because you don't have that, you're able to have a lot less, uh, a lot less problems because if you'll notice, a lot of guys have a have a lot of you know pent up anxiety and they're really nervous and they're 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 almost scared of their own shadows. It seems, or they are very stressed out. Well, it's a lot like how a dog is. If you take if a dog is you know pinned in a small area, especially a sporting dog, they have very nervous neurotic uh, activities they run around in circle t real tight circles real fast well what are they doing they're trying to burn off excess energy that excess energy uh, has the same effect for men we have we have too much energy that's why boys little boys get in trouble in school because you're, we're trying to require a a body in motion to sit still and it's almost impossible for them to do that's one reason why uh, recess was even created was so that they can burn that excess energy off, get that testosterone taken care of, lowered down, burnt off to a certain level so that they can slow down and focus in on other activities that they need to do. Men were the same way. If we're having trouble being able to get uh, projects done, we're antsy, we're, we're feel like we're being in a time crunch, get out, go run up, up and down a, a set of stairs for, you know, 15, 20 minutes just and get the heart rate up, get the, the oxygen flowing in your lungs, get all that excess testosterone burnt up and out of your, out of your, out of your body. And you will actually feel 
better once you have it taken once you have it uh, burnt out not letting it just die off but just letting it burn out so you end up having when you take care of your body and you are doing exercise and you're doing health you actually get more testosterone which is the best offset than trying to take some type of drug which is just a quick fix that's not actually addressing the real problem which is us guys are sitting on our asses all day another great and incredible benefit of health, uh, making sure that you have a healthy body that you're taking care of the man's body is it helps you live longer now it's no guarantee that you're going to live to 120 but you're going to live longer if you're sitting still and have a sedentary lifestyle, well, you're probably going to die around 60, 70 years of age. While if you're up and you're active and you're running and you're being taking care of yourself, you're eating right and all that, and you're, you're treating your body as the temple that it is, guess what? You're going to probably live to be 80, 90 years old. There's a good chance you're going to live a lot longer than the proverbial 65 uh, year, old, year mark. And one of the reasons why you'll live longer is because taking care of your body reduces stress. You can't be stressed and you don't have all that cortisol coursing through your system if you have done, if you're taking care of yourself and you're exercising. Yeah, you're going to be stressed about stuff. Stresses are still going to come at you, but they're not going to affect you in this exact same way. You're not going to cause all those capillaries to shrink up because you've got so much blood pumping through your system. They can't constrict that much. So if you can, if you, if you take care of yourself and you're exercising and you're, and you're working your body and you're, and you're loving yourself the way that, and showing yourself the respect that you deserve, then you're not going to be stressed out nearly as bad. You're going to have a clearer mind. So those, those problems and five alarm fires are coming at your way. You're going to be able to just bat them out of the way with, uh, out of, out of your mind in such an easy, a lot less, a lot less effort. And so you don't have to stress. And you won't stress nearly as much if you take care of yourself, if you take eat the proper foods and, and, and exercise. Now, exercise proves a, two things, and these are the two last two points that I wanted to make here. The first one is that it proves to you that hard work is worth it. And now, when it comes to hard work, a lot of us guys shy away from, oh, God, really? I don't want to have to do all this extra work. You know, we, we, we avoid it. It's uncomfortable. We don't want to do the work. But if we do do the work, there is, there are a lot of great benefits that come about from that. And one, but the one to be able to actually get that hard work uh, done, we have to understand why it's worth it. And exercise does that because it's not an instant fix, but going through and doing the hard work. You won't, you know, that first day you go to start uh, working out and you're uh, 60 pounds overweight like I am, you go and start lifting weights. Well, when you get done, you're not going to have the body of Adonis to start with. But, you know, six months, year, two years down the road, you may all of a sudden walk past a mirror and go, oh, wow, I've got pectoral muscles. That's, I don't have moves anymore. They're, these are, these are actual muscle, chest muscles. This is great. I'm, hey, where did this bicep come? I've got some gun. You know, you're going to see the work. Work will show itself. It's not instant, but you have to do the hard work to be able to get 
into uh, into a physically fit m- mode. So doing exercise, taking care of your body shows you that the hard work is actually worth it. And it sets that, that line of thinking up in your mind. And the last one is that discomfort is not going to kill you. And that actually, it just makes you stronger. And quite literally, the discomfort of like you're sitting there doing squats for the first time. You may, you know, do several reps of, of, of squats. And then the next day you try to put on your pants and, oh my gosh, you're going to, you, you know, you think you're going to die. You, your, your joints are achy. You can't even touch your, your, your thigh muscle without, without someone feeling like someone's taking a nail and driving it through, through your thigh. And why is that? Because you've ha- got what's called delayed onset uh, muscle soreness. That is where you have actually stressed your muscles to the point to where they've failed. You've taken failure. You've hit to the point of failure. And now your body is is trying to clean up the mess that you made. It's dragging away all the destroyed muscle, leg muscles. And they're getting that all cleared out so they can build some in and add some more so that it doesn't that doesn't happen again. So you get discomfort, but because you're going through that discomfort, you actually wind up with stronger leg muscles, stronger arm muscles, stronger back muscles, chest muscles, and you become stronger as a person in uh, in spiritual form. Also, you you see and uh, you become more rugged. You have more grit, which is something all us men truly deep down want. Is we want to be known as the rugged man. We're you know we're we we see Davy Crockett and and we think about about the the glories that that he faced and him and Daniel Boone and all the other great men of the of the of the frontier. So you want to try you want to get uncomfortable and to do that. I'm actually going to be joining up on a doing a, a challenge and it's a 75 day challenge. This is going to be interesting. Because this is I the moment I decided to do this and press the button uh, to to sign up, my mind all of a sudden started ranting off all these different. Well, you can't do this. You're not going to be able to complete that. Oh my God! You know what they're actually asking for, and it's a whole series of different things that you not even a whole. Actually, it's not even a whole bunch of different series uh, series of things that you have to worry about. It's just it's just a set of challenges that you have to do every day. And this is called the 75 hard challenges this is by Andy Frisilla. And it is very simple. There are five objectives you've got to complete every day. And you do this for 75 days straight. Now, if you miss a day, guess what? You start from day one again, not, not pick up where you left off you from day one. So the first is you have to follow a diet. I'm, I'm going to be failing for a couple of days until I find I figure out what diet I actually want. Uh, but doesn't mean I'm not going to be taking a swing at it every day. I'm not sure what type of diet I'm going to actually listen to uh, his podcast about. He's Andy Priscilla's real AF is, I think episode number fourteen is about about the seventy five hard challenge, and so he goes into a lot of detail there. So I'm actually going to be looking at that and seeing what um, seeing what he suggests. But anyhow, the whole series of the the or correction. There's six challenges you have to do every day. First is follow a diet. Do two two 45 minute workouts. That one's where my mind keeps going. Yeah, dude, you ain't gonna be able to do that. 
you're keep making up excuses. No alcohol or cheat meals. All right. That one's going to be a problem for some, for some folks. A cheat meal. Yeah. That one, if, especially if you're on a diet that's uh, on a prescribed diet, that one's going to be a, be a, a tough one and could be a big tripping hazard. No alcohol. Okay. I don't drink all that often anyhow. So that's not going to be a problem. Take a progress picture. Well, okay. And there's reasons for that. You all of a sudden you start seeing that holy smokes, I've lost, you know, I, I don't have that gut anymore. Drink four liters of water or one gallon of water a day. That's a lot of water. I drink a lot of water, but that's, that's a lot of water. And then read 10 pages of a self help book. That one. A lot of guys can also trip up on, but I, I get that. I've got several self-help books that I can read that are 10 pages out of whack. So anyhow, you do that every day, 75 days. You follow your diet, do a hundred an hour and a half of, of exercise. You uh, no alcohol, no cheat meals, no take a progress picture, drink a gallon of water and read 10 pages. Do that. And Everybody who's, who's has done it has shown amazing progress with themselves. So this is this actually does several great things because one, the big one being that you're taking care of your body. You're getting the water. You're flushing out the, all the all the crap that you're that's in your system. You're taking progress pictures so that you have you're documenting you know your your progress. You're showing yourself that you don't have to lean on a substance to get through the tough parts. And so that's why there's no alcohol, no cheat meals, Uh 45 minute workout. Well, get yourself moving again. You're taking care of your body. You're showing yourself that you love yourself and following a diet now. And uh, that is more than just go eat whatever you want. I'm sure it probably means something like do a keto style diet or, you know, something or a prescribed type of diet. So like I said, I'm not, don't have a whole lot of information on that as of yet, but I will be finding that out. But I'm going to be doing that. If you would like to join me on doing that 75 hard challenge, you can shoot an email over to me over at Brian with a Y at relaxmail.com and say, Hey, dude, I'd like to join you and hold each other accountable. We'll just do a little impromptu group and I'm going to be posting up a, my daily, daily picture and show people uh, that, Hey, I'm doing this and this will be over on the relax mail Instagram site. And we're going to start getting a, people may think that I'm being vain because I'm, you know, I'm throwing more pictures of myself on there, but with the hashtag 75 hard, I think it will all understand those who understand will understand and they'll, they'll get what's, what's going on. So anyhow, guys, that's what we have. We got, uh, we're just a little going just a hair bit long, but that's absolutely okay. So if you have any questions, comments, want to leave a question, have a, a question answered on the show, again, go to, uh, to Brian at relaxedmail.com. That's Brian with a Y. If you have uh, liked the show, please subscribe. That way you can get every new episode that comes out every Thursday, and it'll be sitting on your phone or uh, tablet or whatever it is you listen to uh, the podcasts on. They'll be sitting on, your, on there wet, waiting and I can't talk. <laughs> willing and waiting for for you to to turn on the turn on the your podcatcher and i am i have abilities for you to download from 
any of the different podcatchers out there, pod, podcast, uh, Pocket Cast or Overcast or Castro or any of those other types. And you can do that by going over to relaxmail.com forward slash subscribe. That'll take you over to the subscribe page. And just as easy as a single click and click subscribe. If you are listening to this on an iPhone and listen through the podcast app, please go over to uh, the Apple Podcast app and rate and review. It's not that it helps me so much on getting up with the with the ratings, but if you click, unless you click subscribe, and that does a great job of getting me up in the ratings. But clicking uh, uh, the rate and review just gives me the gives everybody these the notice of, hey, this is what I think of the show. And there's quite a few five-star reviews, quite a few four-star reviews. Heck, there might be even a couple one-star reviews. Just letting people know. It gives me the, the social proof that, or tells people and gives them the social proof that they, this is a podcast that's still going, still active, and still is, is relevant and is helping me out and in accomplishing the things that I want to accomplish. If you don't have uh, an iPhone or you don't listen through the uh, Apple Podcasts app, that's just fine also. Go over to podchaser.com and actually you can go to relaxmail.com forward slash podchaser. I get it right one day. And uh, that will take you over to the podchaser page for relaxmail. And there you can leave a rating and review. And that will also help people to be able to find me there. So, and that whole, that page, that site itself, Podchaser is probably one of my favorite podcast pages, websites out there. They are kind of trying to be the, the IMDB of, of podcasts and they're, they're just nailing it. So I enjoy it. A great way. A lot of different apps are starting to kind of link into them. Hopefully we get more. So, but anyhow, with that, I'm kind of yammering. Guys, I thank you very much for listening. Y'all have a great and wonderful rest of the week. Till then, love yourself, be kind to yourself, and we'll see you next week. Bye.